As a parent, should you be teaching your children to be world avoiders or world changers? Here's Dennis Rainey. What if you could give them the concept of being on the offensive as they go to school, as they go to college, and instead of losing their faith as they graduate from high school and never darkening the doors of a church, instead they're on the offensive not even thinking of losing their faith because they have a reason for why they believe. They've been trained by you, helping open the book and address some of the issues that we're facing today that are thorny, thorny issues. This is Family Life Today. Our host is the president of Family Life, Dennis Rainey, and I'm Bob Lapine. Are you winsomely engaging the culture around you, being salt and light in this world? And are you training your kids to do the same? We'll explore that today. Stay with us. And welcome to Family Life Today. Thanks for joining us. You're aware of the fact that some people, some married couples, aren't fully engaged around God's assignment for them because they're not sure what God's agenda is or what their part to play in this. I think a lot of couples, Bob, never get around to asking the question, why are we here? What's our mission as a couple? They may say, you know, I've never been to seminary. I've not been trained by some of the great Bible teachers, Bible schools in America, so what do I have to say? And And the answer is, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you're in the process of being discipled, you have stuff you can share with others at some level and impact them. It may be a youth group. You may start kind of like I did. I picked a group that I was well ahead of. I taught a sixth-grade Sunday school class, (laughs) (laughs) and I taught it for 11 years, not realizing that they were educating me and preparing me as a parent to know how to direct our children as they moved into to adolescence. You have no way of knowing how God wants to use you long haul with the gifts and abilities he's given to you. You recently spoke to a whole group of, of couples. Uh, we had spent time with them uh, over the course of a week, encouraging them to to strengthen their own marriage relationship, to forgive one another where there'd been offenses, really trying to build into what their marriage can and ought to be. And you decided after all of that pouring into them, it was time to uh, light a fuse and, and let them loose, right? Jesus Christ did not go to the cross to turn families into holy huddles, into little Christian groups that sing kumbaya around a fire. He put us here to build some fires and to make a difference and to do good in the culture. And I don't know what that is for you, but you need to be grappling with it both as a a man or a woman, but certainly as a couple as well. And uh, I just want to say one thing, Bob, to a group of people that make this broadcast possible uh, every day here on Family Life Today. Legacy partners who give, donors who give, thank you for standing with us. We're short in terms of the number of donors we need to keep Family Life Today coming on strong on this station and uh, hundreds of other stations here in America and hundreds of others around the world. And uh, if you believe in marriage and family, and I suppose you do because you're listening to this broadcast, and you believe that Family Life Today is providing help, biblical help, and hope, biblical hope to people, then 
would you consider joining us? Just pray, Lord, would you want us as a couple or me as a single person to help this ministry stand strong in a culture of confusion? I need your help right now. The last seven months have been slower than uh, we anticipated, and uh, we need to pick up some steam here as we finish the month of August and head into the new school year. You can make a donation online at familylifetoday.com or call 1-800-FL-TODAY to make a donation over the phone. And again, we appreciate those of you who have been standing with us this year. If you've never made a donation to Family Life Today, we'd love to hear from you. FamilyLifeToday.com is the website where you can make an online donation or call 1-800-FL-TODAY. All right, here's part two of Dennis Rainey's challenge to married couples to uh, be a part of God's agenda for planet Earth. So what if you're a little unclear about your mission? Well, I've got some tips for you. Just real quick, kind of in Gatling gun fashion, let me just give you some thoughts that if you don't know what your mission is, perhaps this might be of help. First of all, really capturing your mission begins with surrender. You've heard every one of us as speakers speak about surrendering to Jesus Christ. It's coming before the king and go, you know what? I'm yours. Tell me what you want me to do. Tell me where you want me to go. I will obey. Second thing, read what's on the king's heart. Read the book. This is God's heart between two covers. This tells us what's important here. This tells us what is valuable, what's eternal. Then Ephesians 2.10, know this, that he created you for good works. Ephesians 2 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. When it says we are his workmanship, it means we are his work of art. God has designed a unique package in you as a man, you as a woman, and together as a couple that he wants to use on this planet. He's got a plan for you. Know that God is already at work within you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. I love that passage because... It says, God is at work within you both to will, that's to create the desire, and to work, that's to create the opportunity. You want to know how to determine what God's will is? Think about what you're passionate about. Think about what he has, what causes you to pound the table and say, somebody's got to do something about this. And then what are the opportunities to invest your life? There are plenty of assignments out there waiting. Ask him to show you your unique assignment. Pray. What does the king want you to do today? I know a woman before she died, three days before she died, close to the age of 90, who was asking those who were caring for her, what do you think God wants me to do today? That was the way she lived her entire adult life. Next point, walk by faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. I don't care where you are, what season of life you are in, and you're going to go through some changing seasons that are going to demand you to apply fresh faith to circumstances you may not understand. But I got to tell you, and I'm living by faith just like you, step out and trust him. Take the steps, be obedient. You don't know what's in it. I'm telling you, you're looking at somebody who didn't know what he was doing in 1976 when we had been working with high school kids for five years and Barbara and I had two kids and we didn't know what we were doing. Been married four or five years. And we started this ministry called the Marriage Preparation and Family Emphasis. 
It wasn't even a ministry. It was an emphasis. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. We were just one step ahead of the hounds, preparing engaged people for marriage. And you step back and you look at this and it's like, this is not a ministry because of. This is a ministry in spite of. See, what you don't know is I tried to quit on more than three or four different occasions. I wanted out of this thing. But God made it clear he didn't want us to quit. And it's just amazing. When you don't quit, you just don't have any idea. I mean, I just have to tell you this. I'm getting letters from homeless men who are going through stepping up. We didn't create stepping up for homeless guys. I'm getting packages of letters from prisoners in correctional facilities all over the country of prisoners who are going through stepping up. We didn't create stepping up for prisoners. But God did. He, we didn't know what we were doing. Neither do you. That's what, God, that's what God delights in. Walk by faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. And then guys, put a star by this one, would you? Put a star by this. Men, as the seasons of life change, help your wives maximize their lives, gifts, and vision. Barbara and I got away for a uh, four-day planning session. And we were going to take the first two days and plan her stuff and the second two days and plan my stuff. The rest of the story is we never got to my stuff. We took all four days and planned hers. And I have to say, I don't know where she's seated over here. She knows this. I uh, shouldn't have looked at her. Uh, I get emotional because if, if I'd given a year of my life to serve her at that point, because of the sacrifices she made, raising six kids and the cost of what it took to go do what we did in speaking at conferences and writing books and all the stuff that we did, that I put her up on front of people, which is not her favorite thing to do. If I served her for the rest of my life, I'd still be in her debt. The delightful thing about those days of planning is God birthed something fantastic. My wife's a theologian and she's an artist. She believes in beautiful things, but she believes in truth. And so she took some things that are beautiful and created them for homes so that homes could celebrate the major holidays and do it in a way that helps you pass on the truth to kids going forward. And that really leads us to the next point, point three. Since you are an ambassador, make your home an embassy. The thing you need to do is you need to do three things. Make your embassy a safe place, a safe place for your family and for others. And you knew I would say this, keep your covenant don't use the D word. Replace the D word with the C word. Commitment, covenant, keeping, love. That's what builds a fence around the embassy. Kids desperately need the embassy to be surrounded by a, a mom and a dad who make the place safe. Barbara and I did a superhuman task over Christmas. In 13 days, we flew to Colorado saw two groups of grandkids that were out there. We then came all the way back to Little Rock after some 2,000 miles flying and then jumped in a car, went and got Barbara's mom, took her to northern Arkansas uh, and, went and, uh, and celebrated Christmas 
with our family in North, in North Central Arkansas, then took her mom all the way back to South Arkansas, then got in our car and drove to Nashville, celebrated Christmas there, then went on to Indianapolis and celebrated there. We have six kids. We've got 22 grandkids. We decided we would give them the cash and we'd go to Target and we would buy all the Star Wars and, and the Legos and all this stuff. You ask me anything you want to know, I know about Star Wars, okay? <laughs> 2,500 miles on the road by the time we were done. We arrived home January 1, put our feet up on January 2. We were resting, and all of a sudden, this luscious, warm fire that we had built that we were so enjoying, there was a roar. And I instantly knew what it was, and so did Barbara. It was a chimney fire. And so we're sitting there. It is roaring like a small jet engine taking off. And I call a friend, I call 911 and find out I need to take a fire extinguisher that I'd had for 30 years. And I wonder if it worked, point it up the chimney, fire it off and use it all up. I called 911, the, the fire truck arrived, the, the deputy sheriff cars, there were three cars there, two fire trucks. They're all walking up. In the midst of all this, one of the deputy sheriff walks out of his, his car and he goes, you don't remember me, do you? And I thought at that moment, it was like, you know, I don't know who you are, but I'm worried about my house burning down in here. And then he looked at me and said, I want to take one of your daughters out, this one right here. And you interviewed me. You don't remember that, do you? And I thought at this moment, I do not remember that. No, sir. But I thought how interesting that in my effort to protect my daughter and all my daughters, by interviewing their dates, they would come all the way back around. Here's a sheriff coming to help me protect my house. Isn't God interesting in how he does these things? Make your home an embassy. Protect the inhabitants from the outside forces of evil. And kids today, they desperately need to be protected. Trust me. Then next, train your children to be ambassadors. What if you could give them the concept of being on the offensive as they go to school, as they go to college. And instead of losing their faith as they graduate from high school and never darkening the doors of a church, instead they're on the offensive, not even thinking of losing their faith because they have a reason for why they believe. They've been trained by you, helping open the book and address some of the issues that we're facing today that are thorny, thorny issues. And finally, use your embassy as an outpost and base camp for reaching your community and your world. That's really why I gave this message. I've already heard a bunch of you that are already doing this. And I'm just hoping and praying that this will ignite a fire and cause you to start burning thinking about how you can make an impact in some issue that has been irritating your soul for years. And so as a couple, you're going to figure out how your marriage will outlast your kids, how your marriage will outlast your career, because you will be on a divine mission so infectious, so important, that you will not be able to lay it aside. And I can tell you from having been married for 43 years to Barbara, we faced a lot of challenges just like you have. We're not done. We are not going to unplug and chase a little white ball around a green field for the rest of our lives. 
I'm, I'm not against golf. I'm not against hunting, fishing, having fun. We're here, aren't we? Okay? But I believe we need to be on the king's mission because this little dash between two dates that will someday be carved on a tombstone has to represent something other than just what I want to do or we find easiest to do. Well, an application to this message. So what's your mission? What's your mission as a couple? And I'm going to ask you a question that I'm going to give you a couple minutes to think about. Would you like to be commissioned this evening? Now, I don't have the authority to commission you an ambassador, but I know the one who does. And I know where he does it in the book. And so in a minute, I'll read that to you. And if you'd like to be commissioned, I'm going to ask you to stand. Some of you are already commissioned. You're already in it. You just may want to re-up. Say, we're in. We're all in. But no one should feel any pressure to stand. In fact, I'd respect you more if you didn't want to stand for sitting there. It's kind of like, okay, may God meet you where you are. I want to tell you a story before I, I commission those who would like to be commissioned. In 1992, the nation of Fiji had the first ambassador it had had in 105 years come to America. There had been a military coup in 1887 where all diplomatic relations were broken and economic relationships were broken with America, uh, by America with, with Fiji. But in 1992, the only ambassador that I know came to America to become the first ambassador from Fiji. And he served from 1992 to 1997. One of the first things he did was get Fiji water in America. That's how that happened. Pretty cool, huh? But in 1992, Pita Nathuva turned on his radio as he was driving to work. And he heard a radio show called Family Life Today. Can you imagine an ambassador from Fiji listening to a radio program by some guys in Arkansas? Well, he kept listening as he would drive back and forth from the embassy to his, to his home and back and forth. And in 1996, he'd heard, he'd heard us talk about the weekend to remember. So he decided that he and Mary wanted to attend the weekend to remember in Washington, D.C. Only one problem. It was sold out. And so he called Little Rock to pull some political strings so he could attend. And we got him in. As a result of that conference, they got a vision for how they could impact families in Fiji because they were breaking down there too. And so in May of that same year, in 1996, they came to an international training conference in Little Rock and graduated and went back a year later to Fiji and became the leaders of Family One, which for all practical purposes is family life in Fiji. Now, nearly 20 years later, they've trained over 7,000 people, 300 islands. They've impacted the South Pacific. And uh, Pita, interestingly, over those years, continued his political career, not being full-time in family life. And he went on from ambassador to become the Minister of Health, then the Minister of Tourism, and finally he was elected to the second highest office in the Fijian government. He became the Speaker of the House of Parliament. 
the second in, com in command to follow the president should he die. In 2006, he was elected speaker. And then a couple years later, there was a military coup. An armed military officer came into PETA's office as the speaker of the House of Parliament and said, Your Honor, you need to get in your car and you need to leave this place. You are no longer the speaker. And PETA said, no, I'm not going anywhere. And they argued for a bit, and finally the officer said, Mr. Nathuba, you need to leave. So Peter went, got in his car, drove back home, and from that point on until now has been full-time as an ambassador for Jesus Christ and for families. Now, I tell that to you because God has his ways of getting you where he wants to get you. What does he want you to do? What's he up to? Would you like to be commissioned? Would you bow your heads? Close your eyes. This is not for anybody, but you two as a couple. And guys, if you want to turn your marriage into a, an embassy and become a couple of ambassadors, just grab your wife's hand. Say, sweetheart, let's stand up. Some of you may need to confirm your citizenship. You may have come here not being sure if you're, you're a, a Christian. You've got a relationship with Christ. Don't miss an opportunity to settle it with God. Let me read this over you and then pray for you. These are the words of Jesus. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Heavenly Father, you know every story in this room. Nothing surprises you. You know those who are standing, their drama, and those who are seated and their drama. Thank you for their honesty. May you meet them with grace and mercy and love where they are. And now for these who are standing, I pray, Father, that you would grant favor to them and that you would use them and that we would celebrate for all eternity the victories, the impact that each of these have had for your purposes and your glory. Thank you for the privilege of being used by you in your global work. What an adventure. What an honor. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We've been listening to a part two of a message from Dennis Rainey today on uh, our assignment to be ambassadors, to make our homes an embassy. And, and I know, Dennis, there are some who, um, who listen to a charge like this and they think, um, I don't think we're in, in good enough shape as a couple, <laughs> to be about trying to help others. I mean, we got issues in our marriage. So do we. So do you. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. If you wait till you're perfect to get in the game, you're going to be waiting till heaven. <laughs> so, you know, jump in the game at some level. Maybe you assist someone else who's uh, got a vital ministry going, but find your niche as an individual and hopefully as a couple, something that 
will help you build into other people's lives that will outlast your career, your children, that'll give you a, a purpose and a cause to get you out of the out of the bed as you move out of a career someday and you're looking at having some time on your hands to make a difference in other people's lives. Well, I think that's the other thing. There, there are some folks who would say, we would love to do this, but our schedule is crazy. I mean, the kids are doing this and every night seems like there's something going on. And I wish we could. We just don't have time for this. And I would say, Bob, for some people and the season they're in right now, they're where they're supposed to be. But even in that season where you may not be able to have the outreach you would like to have, look around. Keep your head up. I know when we were raising six kids and we had four teenagers at one time, we found a way to reach out to our kids junior high and high school and start a ministry that, interestingly enough, 25 years later, still going on. Mm -hmm. Still happening. The needs of individuals, of marriages, of families, not going to go away. Mm. Find a way to provide help, provide hope. And what Family Life wants to do is we want to be here. We want to be able to stand with you when you do get ready to make an impact and want to provide resources, tools, and a broadcast to cheer you on into the future. Yeah, make sure the things that you are giving your time and effort to are the right things, are the priority things. And uh, once you've determined that that's the case, then then press forward with uh, with what God's called you to. Not every need is the call. Right. You can run yourself ragged in this culture. But I'd say pull back to the big picture and ask yourself the question, what do I pound the table about? Mm-hmm. What are we passionate about? What do we find ourselves getting kind of riled up about? And um, find a way to... Take your strengths and your abilities and your passion and use it winsomely with the love of Christ for the glory of God and for the good of people. Well, and I think this is something that would be good for listeners to chew on and to talk about. What does it look like to make your home an embassy? In fact, we have online at familylifetoday.com a series of four I don't want to call them family nights because I don't want them to sound bigger than they are. They're really just guided discussions for the dinner table or for the car ride home. Just some questions that you can talk about together as a family with your kids about what it means to be an ambassador, what it means to make your home an embassy. You can download a free e-booklet that will give you these conversations to have together as a family when you go to our website, which is familylifetoday.com. It's all free. Go to familylifetoday.com and download the Embassy of the King booklet. It's available online. And while you're there, check out the resources that Barbara has created to to remind yourself and to declare to others that your home is, in fact, an embassy. There's an Embassy of the King plaque, an Embassy of the King banner. There's a canvas. There's a full devotional booklet that's available. Order these resources from us online at familylifetoday.com. Or call 1-800-F as in family, L as in life, and then the word today. Again, the website, familylifetoday.com, and the toll-free number is 1-800-F-L-TODAY. I want to take just a minute here and say yaman and happy anniversary to Kwame and Jennifer Selver, who live in Nassau. That's why I said yaman, because they live in the Bahamas. Today, the Selvers are celebrating their eighth wedding anniversary. Uh, They have attended our Weekend to Remember Marriage getaway, 
And we just wanted to say happy anniversary to the Selvers on eight years together. We think every anniversary ought to be celebrated. We are the proud sponsor of anniversaries. And our goal at Family Life is for you to celebrate more and better anniversaries every year as the two of you grow closer to one another and closer to Christ in your relationships. That's what Family Life Today is all about, and we appreciate those of you who support this ministry and help make all that we do happen. Dennis mentioned earlier that this year we've had a little fall off in the number of Family Life Today listeners who have made a donation, and so we wanted to come to those of you who are regular listeners and ask you, would you consider, before the end of the month, helping us get caught up with where we'd like to be this year, help us with a donation of any amount to support this ministry? We appreciate whatever you're able to do, and you can do that online at FamilyLifeToday.com. You can call 1-800-FL-TODAY to donate, or you can mail your donation to us at Family Life Today at Box 7111, Little Rock, Arkansas. Our zip code is 72223. And by the way, if your donation is $100 or more, you're welcome to request a set of three Art of Marriage Connect Bible studies designed for small group use, or husbands and wives can use these individually. These Bible studies on marriage are our thank you gift in appreciation for your generous support, and we want to say thank you again. And we hope you can tune in tomorrow. Barbara Rainey is going to be here, and we're going to continue our conversation about how our homes can be an outpost and how we can be ambassadors for Christ in our culture today. Hope you can tune in for that. I want to thank our engineer today, Keith Lynch, along with our entire broadcast production team. On behalf of our host, Dennis Rainey, I'm Bob Lapine. We'll see you back next time for another edition of Family Life Today. Family Life Today is a production of Family Life of Little Rock, Arkansas. Help for today. Hope for tomorrow.